Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Here's your host, Todd Duncan. We have Miss Christina. Um, Christina has been, I've actually coached Christina this year through High Trust Coaching. Um, make sure, again, if you guys do not have a coach, these guys are out there. Please go out there and talk to them. You have to have a coach. I think there has not been one person on the stage so far that does not have a coach because it's accountability. It's making sure it happens. It's, it's, it's just seeing it in a different light. And so um, I've coached Christina this year. It's been so much fun. And um, we, uh, we've had a lot of fun and, and hit some milestones, so it's been fun. But um, Christina and I were chatting one day and we were talking about a specific time period of her life that was pretty raw. And I asked her to share today um, and it was a little tough. Um, I, it took me some convincing, it took Melissa some convincing to, to get her to do this. Um, but um, we, I call it um, the lice and locust story. <laughs> and um, I think that, um, especially in light of the last couple of days with Brian and such, I think um, it is something that is gonna be, um, you guys are, you're gonna, you're gonna relate and um, we're, gonna, we're gonna hear about some, some cool breakthroughs, so, and some br- breakdowns and some breakthroughs. So, Christina, it is yours. Oh, good, thank you. Um, I cannot believe I'm sitting up here. I wanna puke. Just, <laughs> I'm gonna get that out right now. Um, and this story is pretty fresh and a little bit raw, so I have some notes, because I don't wanna forget to tell you guys some things that I've learned uh, along the, the way here. So, um, I got into the mortgage industry in 1995, and it was a very male-dominated industry at that time. In fact, I was the fourth female hired with, uh, as an originator with our company, and the owner of the company at the time in my interview said something to the effect of, you're a pretty girl, you should let that work for you. Now, as a woman in this industry, I'm not really sure what that exactly meant, um, but I did know that I needed to go and kick his butt, like immediately, in volume. Um, And so there started the beginning of a very unorthodox training program um, that we started together. And um, it would start some things like 5 a.m. phone calls at home, when you had a home phone back then. And uh, Marty was his name, and he would, the phone would ring, and I'd, of course, be woken up and startled, and, he, and I couldn't believe somebody was calling me at 5 a.m. that wasn't hurt. And he would say, what are you doing? And I'd say, well, I was sleeping. Um, he'd go, well, that's too bad, because all the top performers are already at work. And then he'd hang up on me, and I'd be like, whoa, top performers are at work. I better go. And so that's what I would do, um, because <laughs> I wanted to play at that level, and that's what it would take. Um, he would do some crazy things like surprise visits and look at my planner. Yes, I had a planner back then. And if there were any empty spots on the planner, he would highlight them and say, go make a friend. You're wasting your time and you're wasting mine. Go to an appraisal, go sit at a closing, go take a real turtle lunch, but go make some friends and quit wasting your time. I did that uh, right away. The last thing he would do is um, he would write on the top of my to-do list, go get a loan. And to this day, I write on the top of my to-do list, go get a loan. Because honestly, that's what it's all about, right? We've got to go figure that out. So uh, that worked really well. Um, 
we used to do these live calls. I don't know if you guys remember doing ad calls back in the day, but we had to be dressed from head to toe on a Saturday in the office. And he would call and disguise his voice and pretend he was anyone, women, it didn't matter. And as soon as I did something wrong, he, like I didn't close correctly or I, I didn't say something at the right time, he would go, wrong, and he'd hang up. <laughs> and so when, in my, <laughs> yes. <laughs> And, uh, and my people, <laughs> my, my people are over there and they're all trained that way or going, amen. Yeah, that's how we were trained. And so I think when you're trained that way, for me, the craziness about that is it worked for me. It really worked for me. I wanted to play at a high level. I'm not telling you any of this to excuse what happened with my business or what I'm going to share with you. I'm telling you really just because I want you to get in the headspace of how I felt about working at a really high level and what it meant to me. Um, and so that's why I'm telling you. I thought I was a much nicer trainer than that, but um, we'll see. Um, I, I learned something really powerful before that training was done, and that was if I didn't hire an assistant, I was one. And that stuck with me. And we've talked about that in our coaching too. Um, for you to go and do what you need to do, you've got to have that support. So I started building a team. And as that team grew and those people became more and more valuable, I gave them more and more to do. Um, their lists, their to-do lists became incredible. Um, being Playing at that level, it was really important to me that they um, were highly trained and they were very motivated. I had a group of people that I think... I think 10 years was about the minimum. So, I mean, people had been with me for a really long time, so I had grown this beautiful team. Um, <clears throat> this part is tough. Um, I stand before you as someone who loves this industry, who's blessed to be in this industry, but I blew it all up. I literally blew it all up. And um, that's hard to say, and it was even harder to recover from. But I will tell you that as embarrassing as that was, um, as hard as that is to tell you that that's what happened, um, I'm here to tell you that with the right relationships and the right coaching and the right people in your life, you can build that back up. You can come back from the ground, the binky on the floor, however I was feeling, you, you can come back from that. Um, it all started with the crack in my foundation, which was my longtime 13-year loan manager. Uh, she sat before me, and I'm sure many of you have been in this situation where one of your partners will come in crying, saying they can't do it, and that's kind of how she was. Um, she was exhausted. She had been playing at this really high level for a long time, and I had depended on her a lot to help train some of the newbies that we were pulling in. Um, I had a long-time processor that had been with me for a long time as well, and she, she was the leader. She, I went out and originated, and she was just running stuff. And I'll tell you, don't get too far away from that. Um, teams are amazing, but you gotta, you're the leader. You've got to stay in the middle of it. And I didn't. Um, I got complacent, and I went out in the market, and I just kept my head down, and I kept running. And what was happening, happening with my team was they were falling apart. We were winning awards. We were top producers. Things were sounded... I thought things were going great. I thought things were going great. <laughs> they did not. Um, this sweet lady, uh, I can't even tell you enough about her. My kids called her Aunt Cheryl. She could close a loan from a cocktail napkin. Now, you guys know what I mean when I say that, right? You're at a bar, hey, you want a loan, you write some notes down, it becomes your PAF, 
come on, that happens. Uh, anyway, this wonderful woman, um, I hated to see her go, but what happened when she left was the cracks in the foundation with the rest of the team. She was covering people. She was doing the work of many, um, and I didn't realize that. I begged her to stay. You could imagine I would have given that girl a pony if she would have stayed with me, but she absolutely was done and had to leave. So here's the beginning, right? You're on the ground, you're trying to figure it out, and, um, <laughs> and I'll tell you, um, within about two weeks of that, my processor of 15 years retired. So my loan manager's gone, my processor retires, and little by little, all the cracks started, and so my team started either being asked to walk out the door, or they were escorted. Um, but I escorted them because they quit. That was fun. Um, now, I will tell you, I'll go back to December for just a second. I have a longtime uh, girlfriend in the industry. Uh, her name is Darla. She is here today. She called me because she had a Christmas present for me and was telling me all about when can we see each other. Um, I wasn't giving her the correct response that I should have to be grateful about the present. And so she said, what's, what's happening? And I just was real and said, Cheryl walked out the door. My team is falling apart, and I'm pretty sure I'm losing it. Um, I will never forget what Darla said. Um, she said, I'm super busy today, and I'm back to back tomorrow, but I'll be there Monday. And she was an hour up the freeway and running her own origination business with one of, our, uh, one of my mentors and owners, Melissa. And she literally came and just didn't leave, and that's been almost two years now that she has stayed and helped me rebuild. <clears throat> Um, we laugh every day, we do some dancing, we have some fun, um, but we started to rebuild little by little. Um, <clears throat> as, uh, the one thing I think I keep coming back to is relationships. We've all talked about these relationships in our, in our lives. Right in that same time frame, um, Darla and I went to a customer appreciation night with some, one of our best realtors. I was not in the mood, I'm going to be real, to appreciate anybody at that moment. Um, but sometimes success is just showing up, so we showed up. Uh, I ended up having a wonderful conversation with a longtime escrow officer and girlfriend of mine, Lisa. Uh, she knew what had happened with my team and was trying to console me and tell me everything was going to be okay. And during that time, I thought, well, she knows lots of people in this industry. This should be the one that I ask. And so I gave her a list of what my ideal candidate would look like. Now, I couldn't have done that if I hadn't taken some time to write that down and really figure out who would this person be? What would their attributes be? What would their character be like? And as I described them all to Lisa, at the end, I kind of stopped and went, you know that I just described you, right? And she kind of laughed and said, yeah, you kind of did. Well, I got a text from her later that night saying, are you serious about me? My husband and I have been praying and really talking, and we feel like uh, if you want to talk, I'm open. So that, that little lady became my game changer. Uh, she's now my file manager, and she is killing it. I've, I've, I'm in, in shock every day and awe of what she's doing. So that, rebuilt, that rebuilding wouldn't have happened without those two key players. The rest of my team came together with some, some major sphere influences, talking to people that I knew, realtors that I knew. Tell me the best people you know. I went to banks, credit unions. I talked to everybody. And um, what I've learned is that when you hold up your best people to the person you're thinking about hiring, it, that's your filter, right? And if they don't meet that standard, then oh well, next. You gotta keep going because who you add to that team is precious and super, super important. All right, so I, I wanna jump in here. We, we are gonna have a conversation tomorrow morning on what a high trust team looks like, but this is worth really taking home. Um, 
at Achieving Leadership Excellence two years ago in, in, uh, in Maui, uh, or in, in uh, Kauai, we had conversations with Darren Hardy around just the power of, of not settling for anything less than an A player on your team. Mm -hmm. And when you have an A player, to use that person yep. as the standard yep. by which all future hires are going to be made. Mm -hmm. And this extends beyond just building a team. It, it, it applies to a transaction coordinator, a production partner. It applies to a, you know, somebody in deal structure or lead follow-up. It, apply, it applies, period, right? Your team is a reflection of the caliber and quality of the people that you hire. The extension of this idea is to have the same filter with your real estate partners. Okay. Life, life is, is really too short to do business with people that you do not like, that, that you do not have a high likability factor with. And, and once you find a top A player real estate agent, that should become the standard by which mm -hmm. all other real estate partnerships are forged. And I am going to speak to all of you in this room and tell you that if we take, you know, the 1,350 of you that are registered for this event and we apply it to two people that are dysfunctional on your team, we have a nightmare happening every single day in, in our world, right? Yep. And so if you want to have a low drama, high profit business, you have to have low drama, high profit partners. Low drama, high, high power, high profit partners. Yeah. Yeah. Changes the game, doesn't it? One hundred percent. And the people that you work with, you gotta you gotta like them, you gotta love them, you gotta want to be around them, but you have to have respect for them. Um, Darla cracks up at me all the time because I an agent will call in and want to be a, a partner of ours, and if I don't think they have the character or the quality, they're not somebody I'd bring home for dinner. I'm not gonna get into a relationship with them. It's too hard. This job is too hard to do it with people that you don't enjoy. Um, and I want to link arms with agents that I love, and that's honestly the truth. So we've really built a lot around that philosophy as well. Um, Linda wanted me to share with you something super personal that happened during that time. And Linda, you are my coach, and I have sworn to listen to you. And so I'm going to say that um, I have a beautiful family. I have a hot, smart husband who is ridiculously amazing. And we've been blessed for, with 20 years of marriage. Um, and we have a crazy life. You were talking about, I mean, we have a crazy life. People are going in all directions all the time. And during this time, my sweet daughter went on vacation with one of my dear friends um, and came home and brought the gift of lice to her family. Um, and, um, so this is the time that her team was breaking down. So she, they're breaking down the team. She, so we're, you know, everything's falling apart. The locusts are the coming. The locusts are it's coming just, in. <laughs> I just, and then, and then. And then. <clears throat> so my daughter uh, shares my makeup. If you have a 14-year-old, she shares my makeup. She shares my brushes. brushes. She sleeps with me when her daddy's gone. So I found myself in the parking lot of Lice Be Gone, because that's what you do when you do that. And uh, talking to one of my best agents, who their team had just blown up the year before. Her team had blown up the year before. We had a lot of great conversations around that, but the biggest thing I took, my big takeaway from that is she said, I trust you and I roll with you and you're gonna build it better than you ever have. And uh, that meant a ton to me that that business partner was there with me. Also, we laughed and cried about the fact that the lice was happening and that I was in the parking lot of lice be gone. That was cool. Um, I will tell you during this time, and the reason she got me up here to do this is I want to be super real and super transparent with all of you. While this was happening, this is my baby. I built this for over 20 years. I was a wreck. I was not a fun person to be around. And I have a company 
that sent me people. I mean, she, Melissa kept saying, how many people do you need? I'm like, just keep sending people because they're not good. I don't know who they are, but bring me some good people. And they just kept loving on me and taking care of me and feeding me. And uh, wow, when you have people in your life that, that love you when you're on the ground and everybody's walked away from you, those are people you never leave. So I, stop calling to me to recruit me. I'm staying with Pac Res, I think, forever. Woo! I mean, I'm just saying, it's happening. Be good to your people. Be good. Be good to your people. I will tell you that my biggest takeaway from this is uh, my mama used to say, I'm on my face praying for you teenagers. I'm on my face. And when I was an adult, I said, Mama, is that real? Are you really on your face physically praying for us? And she said, yeah, I did my best praying on my face. You're the closest to God. You're humbled. So I got on my face and I asked God to get me out of this mess, to shut my business down, to make my phone lines stop ringing. That particular day, we had 13 leads come in. God's funny, but he wasn't let, done with me. So, so here I am, and we continue to build. And it's not perfect, um, but, but it's what we're doing. So thank you for hearing me. Awesome. One of, the, uh, one of the quick things, and I know we're out of time, but just we'll do it real quick. One of the quick things that I think that was a big takeaway for me and your story was during this whole time, her, she had some major health issues and she would not take care of them. So it even made the problem worse. And so, you know, we talked about this, um, you know, when you're in an airline in, you know, in, a, in, a, in your flying, the steward says, make sure that you take your oxygen mask first before you help someone else. And I think that was one of my big takeaways when you and I were talking about this, because yeah. you were not taking care of yourself, but you were also, your craziness was going on with your team. Mm -hmm. And so it just, it made it so much worse. And once you realized that everyone had to have a position, everyone had to have structure, you had to take care of yourself first, because it all goes back in that box at the end of the day, yeah. you don't. And, um, and so it made the team work. And um, if you don't have your health, I mean, you have nothing.